If you're looking for a trusted source of natural supplements, look no further than NutritionW.com. Since 1979, Nutrition World has been a staple in the Chattanooga community with dedicated research specialists that stay ahead of the trends to make sure you have the most reliable products available at the most competitive prices. All of their supplements are vetted for quality, effectivity, and potency and shipped using the utmost care with cold packs included in each and every order. You can shop online now at NutritionW.com and choose from thousands of your favorite supplements, sports nutrition, pet, and specialty food products today. Nutrition World, partners on your wellness journey. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Holistic Navigator podcast, where we talk about all things holistic health and believe in the body's ability to heal itself if given the proper nutrients and care. We just want to say welcome to any new listeners we might have. We're so glad that you found your way here. My name is Brian Strickland. I'm the producer of the show, and I'm joined in the studio today by our host, Ed Jones. Our goal is to educate anyone who may be interested in learning more about natural holistic healing. And today we're excited to speak with James Laval. He's an internationally recognized clinical pharmacist, author, board certified clinical nutritionist, and expert in integrative health. He's best known for his expertise in metabolic issues, but we're going to talk to him today about his book, Your Blood Never Lies, and discuss the importance of knowing your individual blood work numbers for optimal health. So with that being said, let me go ahead and throw it over to the host of your show, Mr. Ed Jones. All right. Thank you, Brian, so much for that introduction. And yes, I am Ed Jones with the Holistic Navigator. And today I have been looking forward to this interview for some quite some time, especially after I read the gentleman's book that I have been passionate about the topic for 20 plus years. And uh, James Laval is a nationally recognized clinical pharmacist, author, board certified clinical nutritionist, and founder of Metabolic Code Enterprises, which is a web platform and practice solution enterprise. And it uh, includes unique and highly effective metabolic code protocols, which is dealing with prevention approach to healthcare. Uh, he also has been an author of 16 ebooks and 20 regular books. And his latest one, unless he's got one that I don't know about, is actually the one we're going to speak about today, which is Your Blood Never Lies. Uh, welcome, Dr. Laval, to the Holistic Navigator. It is great to be here. Good morning. Good morning to you. And before, if you don't mind, I always am uh, a, a rambler about my own experiences. Uh, so let me tell you and tell the listeners, about 20 years ago or somewhere around there, I think it became legal for walk-in labs to open where you could actually not have to go to your physician to get blood work. Well, guess what? I became addicted to, and that was blood testing of my own body. And I started this blood testing uh, addiction, like I said, somewhere around 18 to 20 years ago. And within about six years, I had probably, if you stacked it, uh, they were stacked all together, about five inches high of every blood test known to man. Well, that, of course, allowed me to you know, journey into the deep recesses of what does it really mean? How can I utilize this information to my best ability and then hopefully help other people because here's the catch people if you think that your normal physical or your insurance blood work that you are getting 
is going to truly create uh, the ability to have optimal health, you're badly mistaken because those tests are really for one purpose. That is to see if you have a disease, a disease. It's not going to help you put together the plan of how do we produce optimal health. And so when I read your book, Dr. Laval, uh, about blood testing, I, I mean, literally, and I'm not telling a fib here just because I'm talking to you. I'm going to order probably 72 of those books next week because I'm going to pass those out to the healthcare practitioners. I'm going to sell them at discounts to every person that we refer to blood testing because it is so usable. It is the only book I've seen that the consumer can take and actually uh, know what they're doing when they look at these blood values. So uh, again, welcome to the Illicit Navigator and I spent, you know, seven minutes here and you've only said seven words. So (laughs) I want you to uh, tell me, uh, you know, maybe tell me about this. Am I wrong on anything that I've just said? First off? No, you're not. And and first of all, thank you. I mean, I I put about two and a half years into that book to try to really give people clear guidance. One of the biggest things in my practice over the last 38 years of, of really working in this space. I mean, I've been working on the optimization and vitality for whether it was a cancer case, an autoimmune case, a diabetes case, a world-class athlete. Everybody deserves vitality. Everybody deserves to feel that through all stages of their life. And I think when you don't look at your blood test, people spend more time you know, researching the next refrigerator they're going to buy <laughs> or the next car they're going to buy, then researching their health. And I think a lot of it's because nobody teaches them about it. And so, you know, I just kept finding myself explaining lab tests to people over and over and over again. I had the largest clinic in the country doing integrative medicine uh, through the 90s and the early 2000s in Cincinnati, Ohio, where we were doing 400 cases a week at times, all on personalized health. Because you know what? what's right for you may not be right for me. That's one of my biggest critiques of even our natural product industry is that uh, everybody should go paleo, everybody should go keto. Well, maybe you should do a blood test and find out when you eat that way, whether it's good for you or not. And that's just the kind of the tip of the spear, right? It's what's the right foods I should be eating. And then the next piece is, is how do I begin to manage numbers that aren't optimum so I can get them there and of course, the third piece is, well, if I'm, how do I know if I'm out of range if I, if I don't test for it? And don't rely on your practitioner necessarily. And, and look, I train thousands of doctors a year. I'm the clinical co-chair. I educate at you know, the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine. Um, so I teach a lot. And you, know, you can't just think that the, the doc, I've had cases where people had stage three renal disease and nobody was telling them. It was just a low reading on their kidney output. So I think it's really important for, for people to actually empower themselves so that they can feel well, because no one's going to take care of you better than you are. You need to be the captain and you pick the team players that are going to work with you, whether it's a doctor, a nurse, a dietitian, a health coach, a, a, a trainer, a physical therapist, whatever the reason is. You're the one that's supposed to be guiding that ship. Wow. So well spoken. In fact, it sounds, I mean, I echo that 
so often in all the people I deal with. And I love the fact that you're saying the same exact thing, which is we have to create a team approach. We have to empower ourselves and know that, you know, and you're right. Most people spend more time looking at their learning their new cell phone than they do anything about their own body. And the fact is that you know, we need our regular doc. We want the conventional wisdom. We want to know that if we have a broke leg, a heart attack, a strep throat, they're there to serve us and they do very well. But because it's a more of a sick care system than a healthcare system, don't rely on them giving you the first off to order the right blood work they're not going to do normally. And secondly, they're not going to interpret it to the to the level that you are speaking of, Dr. Laval, which is not just staying in re- normal reference ranges, but trying to learn what is optimal. Because, I mean, you tell me, well, how do they come up with reference ranges? Because I, I tell people that they take a bunch of people and they knock out the top two or three percent, the bottom two or three percent, and the rest is reference. Is that about accurate? Pretty accurate. And, and that's why you'll see variations. I mean, with our um, cloud-based informatics lab analysis that we do, we regularly see adjustments from labs. So, you know, the, the lab would normally say be for any, say, 15 to 20 um, or 10 to 20. And then all of a sudden, a lab shows up and it's, wait a second, it just turned changed from 12 to 22. Huh. And, uh, you know, makes you a little crazy. But, uh, it, you know, it's absolutely true that there's just a, it's a population-based norm. And, and that's kind of the way it's looked at. Now, that being said, obviously with the kind of the ability to look at analytics and the ability to really start to target um, conditions and then map those back against labs. I think we're starting to get a little more accuracy of when things are good and when things are starting to turn bad. But at the same time, I think we're in the infancy of it when it comes to wellness. It's exactly what you said. When, I, you know, when we developed our, our lab protocols and, and what we did you know, we really try to emphasize that, you know, our, our metabolic code assessment, it's about how far you're away from being well. It's not about do you have a disease? How far is your chemistry away from acting in its best possible function? Because I think people, they just don't have a clue about that. I mean, wellness exams today, or if you're a man, is are you getting your annual prostate exam and or you're getting your lipids checked, right? That's that's the extent. It's not mm-hmm. it's not truly digging in and finding out where you're weak and where you're strong. Yeah, absolutely, and it, and I know you also recognize this heavily. Is chronic inflammation is at the root of most of our diseases that we dread as we age. And I, I, you know, I know because people share so much with me. I work six days a week, and you know, we just deal with a lot of people and. No, none of these conventional uh, practitioners are even speaking about how do we look at your chronic inflammation in blood work. And then once we look at it, what do we do about it? Well, you know, your book, again, I go back to it. Not only does it explain in very easy terms, what does the blood work mean? What does what is what do we really want to see on it? And then you give options both drug wise and in supplement form of how to attain more optimal levels. And it's just a perfect blending 
Uh, and every physician should have your book, even though it's it's fairly would be simple reading for them. They don't know this stuff. You know that. I know that. They simply don't know it. And in fact, I have physicians who ask me about sometimes what is the optimal for for ferritin because I know like that's one of the many tests that I talk about. And you know, I don't I don't recall instantly, but ferritin's ranges I think are somewhere between thirty and two eighty eight or something. Well. I, I harp all the time that if we have ferritin over 100, I think it's damaging the mitochondria. I blank, blank, blank. But on a blood test, a, a man or woman could be at 270 and their doctor and say, oh, you're fine. It's all fine. No, it's not. And the other thing that I want you to address here is, and I know I read it in your book, is trending. You know, what we mean by trending is if you actually charted all of, if I charted all of that blood work that I did back 20 years ago, there's going to be trends. It's either normally going to go a little up or a little down. And why would we wait 14 years for us to finally get red flagged when every single year we see something starting to decrease? Let's say GFR for, for a kidney function. Why would you wait till it's 59 before you're even talking about it or 49? Let's start if it's an 84 and it went to 80. 76, 72, how asinine is it that someone doesn't take that torch and say, hey, we need to talk about this. Let's see what we can do to slow this down. I mean, isn't that right? No, that's 100% right. And, you know, I think one of the most blatant examples of that was the Kaiser Permanente study where they looked, I believe it was at uh, 47,000 lives approximately. I think it was 46,572 lives. Um, over 10 years. And what they did is they grouped everybody in that study into normal ranges of blood glucose. So it went under 84, 84 to 89, 90 to 94, and 95 to 99. So everyone was basically not a diabetic and not pre-diabetic at the beginning of this 10-year trial. And the only way you got out of the trial was if you developed diabetes or if you died, which is a bad way to get out of a trial. Uh, And um, what they found out was that for every point above 84, it represented a 6% risk of being a type 2 diabetic in the next decade. So if I have a 95 blood sugar, so 85 to 95 is 10 points times 6%. I have a 60% risk of being a diabetic when I have a 95 blood sugar, which is considered normal. And the thing is, when you waste 8 to 14 years just thinking you're okay, you know, the window, you know this, the window of opportunity does does decrease with years and especially with father time. I mean, you know, a 40-year-old can 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 heal and do things quicker for their body than a 60-year-old can. So why would you wait? And I read that study this morning, actually, out of your book. And I, uh, I'm going to make all of my health educators, they're going to read and study this book, and I'm going to test them on your book. Now, when you talk about the other the blood testing you're doing, is that something that people can access uh, that's not in your town? Or what can you tell me about that? Sure. Well, the whole basis of, you know, what I developed, you know, it's one thing and, and, you know, you are obviously a student of the blood, which is fantastic. And you know this, it's one thing if you have a blood sugar of 95, but if you have a blood sugar of 95 and your blood pressure is 135 over 90, 
and your serum potassium is below 4.5, which means you have a fourfold risk of being diabetic, and your serum magnesium is below two, and your LDL cholesterol and oxidized cholesterol is elevated, and your GFR or your kidney filtration is down below 70, now you've got multiple numbers that correlate to being insulin resistant, and you that should create a factoring effect for that individual, meaning that it starts to stack up and create more relevance based on a clustering of the information that goes on. And so when we came out with, uh, and I've been, you know, obviously I've done this work for quite a few years, and we really wanted to focus on that. Like, how can you begin to tether and stack the lab data together so that it points you to where you should begin? You know, where is the most important part? Because one of my pet peeves in, in my space is that everybody says things like, when in doubt, start with the gut, right? So mm-hmm. well, what if I don't have a gut problem? Maybe my maybe the reason my gut's messed up is because my cortisol is really high and I've got a, I got a gut permeability problem because of elevated interleukin-6, right? So, I mean, it doesn't make sense that we just say, when in doubt, start with the gut. It, and it also doesn't make sense to say, everybody should take a multi, a probiotic, a vitamin D, and a fish oil. And, the, and, and I, don't, I don't disagree that those aren't valuable and people could benefit from it, but for a lot of people, they get pill fatigue. By the time I get to what they really need, meaning what their blood tests say they need right now to reverse negative trends in their labs, then they, they don't want to take 12 bottles of pills. Not everybody wants to do that. Mm-hmm. So it's how can I target the biggest problems first? And that's what our metabolic code platform uh, does. And uh, it's, uh, you know, I'm really proud of it. I mean, it was uh, five years of passionate work and working with algorithms and and uh, very, very high end IT and tech folks that, that we really put together something that makes it easy for the consumer. And, I, and once again, I thank you so much for realizing the effort it takes to write a book for consumers to understand labs because it was it was mind numbing at times uh and 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 so that we can sit down and really quickly explain and share the the information that's going to transform their lives because in the end that's why we do this right i'm i'm in it because i want people to feel better that's why i do what i do This is exciting stuff, and I want to know, so down the road, you're saying a few weeks, you will be able to uh, offer this, and we can we do this through the Holistic Navigator where we can have the link, and then they can access this amazing piece of of, of therapy and information? Is that going to be available? Yes, it will. Okay, so I can tell listeners right now that we will under our uh, website we will have the link and on and also on this podcast that they can access that particular program on their own. And secondly, we do have on the Elistic Navigator under products you can scroll down to uh, a lab that we can uh, all still have right now online where they can order discounted blood work if they want and go to their local draw station in each town. So we're going to expand options on this particular conversation endlessly in the future because it is not being addressed 
You're not getting it at your normal physicals. You're not getting it on insurance uh, exams. And I hate to be, I don't mean to be harsh to the conventional people, but I've literally never seen more incompetence in the past five years in this field of medicine than I did in the previous 37. I do have one question, uh, and it's really kind of a uh, dig it into just your big uh warehouse of knowledge. Uh, I'm a huge fan of many, looking at many factors, but lipoprotein A is one that I've really had a difficult time on helping people to lower that number. Do you have any uh, magic information on lipoprotein A? Because it is a risk factor for cardiovascular disease, and it's something that isn't checked by most physicians, but I'm really concerned when people have levels of over 50 to 60. What would you say about that? Well, you know, you bring up a great problem that we have is that, you know, you know, the topic in, in uh, being published in papers now, you know, like 20 years ago, I wrote a book called Cracking the Metabolic Code, and it was all about this. It's your metabolism is more about than what you burn. Your metabolism dictates your future health. And if and depending on what system of your body's broken down or what you've been exposed to or the kind of diet you have or the stress you're under or the amount of exercise you get, you can trigger metabolic inflammation. And so the new term out in the literature is metaflammation, uh, which is you know short for metabolic inflammation. And interestingly, the first sign of low-grade inflammation in your body are the bad actor lipoproteins. So you know when I look at LPAs or I look at apolipoprotein B, or I look at myeloperoxidase, or I look at oxidized LDL, or I look at adiponectin levels that are dropping, I immediately know as they are trending high that there is a source of low-grade inflammation in that individual. And it could be, I have to go through the, my checklist. What is their stress like? What is their sleep like? Do they have apnea? Are they insulin resistant? Do they have environmental burden? What drug history have they been on? You know, what, you know, you know, what's the diet that they eat? You know, for example, if they're an APOE 3-4 or 4-4 and, they, and they're on the keto craze, uh, they're going to trigger more bad lipoproteins. Uh, and, and so for LPA, obviously that's people that are more prone to insulin resistance uh, more people that are, are more inherent towards type 2 diabetes. And, and so I first look at, well, what are they doing? Are, are we correcting for that? And then if that isn't working, obviously there's things like using high-dose niacin or in particular, um, one of my favorites for that is aged garlic extract. So if you look at the clinical trials on aged garlic extract, which you know, there's 850 papers published on aged garlic extract in humans. I mean, UCLA's head of cardiology, interventional cardiologist, Matthew Budoff, you know, has done coronary artery scores on people and seen them regress their vulnerable plaque and seen their blood vessels uh, return to normal arterial stiffness. Uh, I love aged garlic extract. I love using uh, niacin in that regard. But more importantly, you have to dig in and find where is the inflammation coming from? Is it a biotoxin exposure like mold? Is it, is it a vector? Did they get a bug? You know, do they have chronic yeast problems or dysbiosis? You know, where is that inflammation at? You've got, you've, uh, you said it earlier and I was jumping up and down here in my office. 
that inflammation is at the root of why we age. That's why the term inflammaging is out now in the clinical literature. So when you look at it, what you and I are really trying to do with people is look at their blood tests, look at their urine tests, and sometimes look at their saliva tests uh, and go, where is the problem? Where is the leak in the ship? And sometimes it hasn't even shown up in the blood yet. It's just barely percolating in the blood yet. But with a thorough history and a good subjective survey, along with biometrics, you can start to piece together that super early warning sign and signaling process going on. So that's kind of how I approach uh, LPA. It's actually how I approach everything. I hope people listening can understand that they're not getting this information at conventional places that they're going. And there's, again, there's nothing wrong with that, but we need to assemble the team that can speak this language that you just said, which is being a detective and looking further and digging deeper and connecting the dots. Because, you know, and I say this so often, we are not automobiles that have specific pieces so that if you have uh, a cylinder that's that's has an issue, you just replace the cylinder. You don't worry about it, how it connects to the carburetor and to the fuel tank. That's not us. We're like a spider web and you touch one part of it, it's going to resonate to all parts of that spider web. You got to ask yourself, okay, uh, I'm not really doing this, so what's my next step? And that's where, you know, I hope that we can educate you. Uh, you can access uh, Dr. Laval's uh, system soon. You can access the the uh, blood work we have. To that accessing doesn't mean you're going to get the interpretation, which you truly need. I'm going to recommend again to purchase your book. Uh, uh, that uh, is available. Is it on? Uh, I'm sure it's on Amazon and everywhere, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's around. And I've got and so, new books coming out, too, by the way. You mentioned, do I have any new books coming out? I have a reprise of The Metabolic Code coming out on its basically 20th anniversary, uh, which will go into metaflammation in depth. It's going to go through all these things. And uh, and I'm going to kind of expose the, uh, the way we look at things. And all of it is evidence-based. I mean, uh, we, we collect all the evidence and all the papers that, that go behind everything we say. So this isn't the world according to Jim Laval. This is the world according to the best research that's been published. Wow, I see that. I'm actually on your page. It says references for the book that I do want everyone to order called Your Blood Never Lies, How to Read a Blood Test for a Longer, Healthier Life. I mean, just like, and I'm a huge fan of aged garlic, like this one reference here, aged garlic extract retards progression of coronary artery calcification. Uh I, I think you and I talked on my radio show, uh, Vital Health Radio, with uh, when I'm on there with uh, Dr. Green, my co-host, and you had called in. And he is conventional, but he's open-minded. He now recommends kaolic aged garlic to so many of his patients based on, on your convincing studies that you were speaking about, which is pretty damn impressive because he's not one to really grab this stuff. And I think you were on about a year and a half ago and- and I love the fact that, you know, you embrace both all the world. You embrace whatever works in a safe manner. Sometimes we need drugs. A lot of times we need supplements. We need we need to have education. All this is in your your pile of goodies. And uh, so anything else you want to leave the listeners with, uh, some uh, jewels of information? 
Well, I, I, I think the most important piece is uh, it all starts with lifestyle. It's like you said, you know, people get a bag of jeans and they think, oh, I either got good jeans or bad. And if you're a unicorn, maybe you make it a long time on that. But in the end, what influences your health is the decisions you make on your life and what happens to you and what you get exposed to in your life. So the more resilient you can be, the more you can take charge. You know, I, I always start with today, people eat too much, they eat too often, they pick the wrong foods, they eat too late, they're under tremendous stress and don't do anything about it, and they don't get enough sleep. And bef before you even go an, a, another step forward, you have, and, and they don't move enough. And so, you know, you have to start to think about, am I going to have a lifestyle that promotes health. How important is feeling good to me? And, you know, I turned 60 this year and, you know, I go into the gym. I was just in South America training in the gym and, you know, I'm, I'm pretty, I have very low body fat. I used to be a pretty competitive athlete. So, I mean, at age 60, I'm looking, you know, pretty good. Most people think I'm, you know, maybe 50, maybe in my late forties, if it wasn't for the gray hair. Uh, and, uh, yeah. and uh, I had this young man come up to me and said, how old are you? And I said, well, I'm going to be 60 in a couple months. And, you know, his jaw dropped and he said, how do you do it? Yeah. Well, like, oh, you know what? I take care of myself. And I and my brother died from the complications of kidney disease, heart failure and being 476 pounds. My mother died of dementia. And because of her obesity, uh, my my father is, God bless us, a, a unicorn. He's 89 years old, and despite being a diabetic from the age of 40, he's now going to be 90 this year. And, you know, battle, you know, he's battled through adenocarcinoma of the intestine, and he is still around. So I'm lucky there. But it all is about taking action, and no one is going to take care of your health like you are. You must empower yourself and grasp that vitality you deserve. It's going to make you a better father, a better spouse. You're going to be better in the community and you're going to be better in the workplace. Man, I love that. What a great inspirational closing because people deserve to feel like a human. They deserve to have the, the energy to function and to be the people person that they were meant to be in this life, a father, the son, the daughter, whoever, the boss. And, you know, the father time can be cruel at a certain point of our life, but it's, 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 it's becoming earlier and earlier. I mean, what I'm observing now, the, the average 50-year-old is going through what I used to hear people go through when they were 75 plus, but now it's become the norm. So everybody thinks, well, this is kind of what everybody else is feeling. So I guess this just like, I'm going to do this. No, you don't have to give in to that. So Dr. Laval, you amazing. I hope we can do another uh, uh, interview in the next three months on a, on a totally different topic, because with all of your books coming out, uh, I want to, I'm going to get all of them and I want to perhaps highlight those and thank you thank you so much for taking your time to speak with us today oh it was my pleasure and you just you named the day man i'll be on your your cast anytime you're you're, you're my kind of person man i love this this is fantastic oh, I, thank you so much yeah i can tell we resonate very well together so thank you take care of yourself and for everyone listening blessings to everyone your health is your wealth thank you so much 
The information on this podcast and the topics discussed have not been evaluated by the FDA or anyone of the medical profession and is not aimed to replace any advice you may receive from your medical practitioner. The Holistic Navigator assumes no responsibility or liability whatsoever on the behalf of any purchaser or reader of these materials. The Holistic Navigator is not a doctor, nor does he claim to be. Please consult your physician before beginning any health regimen. 